Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. What's going on, you guys? It is your man Morgan. Man, happy E Tuesday. This is kind of like a early edition of E Tuesday, right here, ladies and gentlemen, because we are uploading this after day one of week two of the CDL Atlanta Face Home Series. And what a better time to be alive right now if you're a man, if what well, if you're a man, if you are a fan of my podcast, because I got the man himself. He is the head of content and Brandon for the Atlanta Rain and the Atlanta Phase, co-host of the Real Gamer Podcast, Jarrell Bell. What's going on, Bell? What's going on, man? How you doing? Thanks for having me on the show. Oh, it's doing pretty great, man. Uh, look, this this CDL season has been off to a fantastic start, and and what better person to have is is you because you're there at the team facility every single day, you know, around the players themselves. Right. So, but before we get into all that, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself and how'd you get into the position that you're in right now? Yeah. Um, I mean, I've been around the whole esports scene for a while, um, just doing, you know, content here and there, but I started off, you know, wanting to be a pro player like everybody else, of course. And then um, kind of realizing that I'm not as good as I think I am. So I got into content like around when Rainbow Six Siege came out. That's mm-hmm. when I started taking it serious and becoming like a, a YouTuber slash streamer. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like around the same time where Overwatch League came out. So everyone was hiring for like every position. And I just threw my hat in the ring. And then I joined NRG who, you know, has San Francisco Shock now who has, you know, Optic Chicago and all that. And then... I got here to Atlanta, and then we made Rain, the Overwatch team, and then now we have Atlanta Fizz. Oh, man, sounds great. Uh, yeah, I'm a huge fan of your work. It is tremendous of what you put out for content, especially for the Atlanta Fizz. Uh, I, I've sort of gotten out of the Overwatch League uh, back last February, uh, around this time, it's, it's mostly because like the structure just got really crazy and chaotic but now i'm starting to get back into it just to tell a little yeah. bit but i've been following your work on for the atlanta phase and it's just tremendous dude You're, thank you man i appreciate it you know putting in some tremendous hours and great talent on that end of the bargain right there but so, so we're going to talk a little bit about call of duty league um we'll start off with the atlanta phase mm-hmm. um of course you know they faced um the la gorillas uh right got a 3-0 on that i know the team was feeling great about that win 
Mm-hmm. But what was the vibe and the energy and what was said after the match, after facing Optic Chicago, beating them 3-2? Yeah, I mean, I can't really speak for the players, but obviously from like a, an outsider person or also just, you know, someone who was on the team and, you know, doing content with them. Um, I mean, we all knew it was like a serious match going into it. And it was an important match because, you know, Optic phase rivalry is always a big one to watch. Just mm-hmm. Seeing that Optic is, you know, back and, you know, a true Optic form is, you know, was going to be a really high match to watch. So we were all really excited for the day to come. And, um, of course, we knew a win for the team would be huge, mm-hmm. not only for the players, but for just content in general on social media. But um, when we won the match, like, we were filming. We posted a clip of it like an hour ago, I think, because they were in a reaction um, after that search. But it was, it was crazy. Like, the, the guys were hyped. We were hyped. It was a great time. Oh, I bet so. Like, what really got me hyped, especially with that Miami S&D 6 and <laughs> yeah, the clean sweep. I almost had two of them on Moscow at 6-1. Oh, yeah. Like, definitely. What was it? 6-1 on Moscow. Mm-hmm. Game five. And, and uh like but like i know everybody in the chat was going crazy saying oh yeah the old optics bag you know choking an s and D. I i was like no <laughs> optics a great s and d team but just face just had their number throughout this entire series whenever it come to that <laughs> yeah i mean obviously optics a great team i just think at the end of the day we just you know came out to play mm-hmm. we wanted to win yeah and and honestly, yeah, I named Abizi like the MVP of that series right there because he he was just ecstatic, you know, one v one in scump on Miami. Like, as oh yeah, as that guy was fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. That that guy deserves MVP for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and definitely Sim. You know, of course, he had a tremendous day as well. Mm-hmm. All of them did. And in our cities, I say I say this on my podcast a lot. Arsides, I think personally, was a great substitution for your major mania in the S and D role. I yeah, think, I, think so. um, I mean, major maniac's insane at certain terms. You saw versus Dallas, mm-hmm. he was putting on a clinic. Like that guy, whatever you're down a certain story versus Minnesota or whatever team Mike's on, mm-hmm. like d- just good luck because this guy is insane at Call of Duty. But um. Of course, you know, last year we all had young players and really had that IGL-like role. I mean, of course, we had Crowder, who's the coach, but he wasn't, like, you know, a player, per se. Mm-hmm. But now that we have Arsides, he's not, like, an old, old player, but he definitely has more experience than all of our guys on the team. So I think he really, like, fit in well being, like, kind of the leader of the group and kind of, you know, rallying the troops when, you know, we're down or, uh, you know, we're up against a tough opponent. So I think it was a good... Um, fill in for him mm-hmm. i think he fits well on the team yeah yeah uh like with rocker last season in modern warfare they struggled in s and d and i mean they were winning their s and d's but that was whenever we was on land until i think march or april and then after we switched to the online format throughout the rest of the season then the s and d kind of like yeah, just i kind of struggled a bit last year online and um and and Rocker definitely needed that S and D help, and then that's where Major Maniac comes in, mm-hmm. and and he just helped improve that entire roster for that particular game mode. So I'm I'm happy for Major Maniac. 
Um, yeah, I think that team's really good at Sturz now. I think obviously if attached to like him and Major Maniac, these the two even like mm-hmm. those three guys are like really good Sturz. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so but going throughout the opening weekend, you know, outside of Atlanta phase, you know, I was shocked that Dallas Empire lost to Minnesota Rocker. <laughs> that 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 was probably the biggest shocker out of all so far. Yeah. Uh, and then Charlie Intel they they reported the news that this right here the open weekend was the most highest rated uh regular season game of all time but of course we're in the second season of the cdl mm-hmm. too so i was like dang this is this is a step in the right direction yeah i'm pretty sure too, i forget which game it was either dota 2 or illegal legends but i know we had higher viewership than one of the i forget what when i was on the day on sunday yeah, the, the viewership was crazy. It was good to see, you know, over 100,000. Um, I think fans really enjoyed the weekend, and we put a lot of time in planning the weekend, like uh, probably like three, four months. Like we started planning the home series back in October. So it's been a long planning sequence, but I'm glad it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and, and that was kind of like a next question I was going to ask you is with the CDL now kind of like finding their – their identity whenever it comes to, all right, this is how we're going to maintain a hundred K viewers, every single home series and live stream. Do you see a point to where it could get higher and become like an overwatch league where they, they broadcast it on national television, like an ABC network? (laughs) Yeah, I definitely think so. I mean, all duty esports has been around like, almost a decade longer than Overwatch has just because obviously Overwatch is what's an game. But um I think honestly maybe this year like for champs playoffs it might have a TV spot. But I definitely think within the next year or so we'll start having like some T V airing time. It 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 depends too because Overwatch, even though there is shooting and killing, it's more seen as like a children's game. Mm-hmm. And Call of Duty is on the more mature side, but I do think might have a chance i hope it does yeah i hope so too because i believe it was the inaugural season of the owl whenever or it might have been season two i cannot remember but whenever i was scrolling Mm -hmm. through my my tv stations and i seen you know overwatch league world championship match i was like what this is this is esports what's this doing on channel two (laughs) and um so i clicked on it and sure enough it's it's the live stream but I, I believe personally, yes, where the Call of Duty League in, in all esports is going, it should be on a national level like an NFL or an NBA to where, to where, you know, not just like younger viewers that watch as a Twitch or YouTube gaming, but more like the older viewers that could get into esports. Mm-hmm. Um, so now going back into like more like the other teams and all that outside of Atlanta phase, who do you honestly think as a way, way early prediction could kind of go into COD champs in probably July, I believe it would be, or August. Who do you think would have a shot outside of phase? Because right now phase is the top dog, but I want to see kind of who else could be at that higher level with phase. Mm. Well, right now we're tied for first of LA Thieves. Mm-hmm. LA Thieves is a really good team too. Oh yeah. Um, I think like 
can't really say like who's going to be a champ, but I think the top three teams right now for sure are probably us, um, Optics Chicago, and um, like even though they got upset, I still think Dallas is top three. Like I think Minnesota is probably fourth or fifth. Yeah, and I I think Minnesota and LA are probably fourth and fifth, but I do think um, Dallas is top three. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was thinking. Um, whenever it comes to other teams, I think LA Thieves is going to be kind of like that fifth team right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they absolutely just got lucky with New York Subliners with a three zero sweep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the matches were really close. I think I yeah. saw Clayster tweet that like in that three zero, they only lost by like a combined of eleven points. So that was insanely close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, wherever I saw the the three zero. LA Thieves winning over subliners. I was like, mm-hmm. there is no way Clayster is probably like livid right now. <laughs> oh yeah, facts. It's probably he is. And uh, and then I got looking at the match details. Like you know, hard point was two fifty two forty five. I was like, and then S and D six and five control three and two. I was like, dude, these were very close matches. I think Clayster, and 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 I've been saying this for a long time ever since that clayster has been a subliner now, mm-hmm. him and Mac is going to be the duo of that team. <laughs> and yeah, uh, I think, I think once they like polish some stuff up, I think New York would be really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Florida Mutineers, honestly, with awakening on that team, everybody claims that he's cheating. I just don't see it <laughs> because he's just, he's just correct. Yeah. He is very correct. Indeed. And but he's just got that IQ that I, I just don't see other players having right now. He has mm-hmm. a great sense of where you're gonna spawn it and how you're gonna turn in on certain corners. Right. And and everybody, of course, in the streams like, oh my god, he's cheating, he's using that second monitor. But yeah, no, he just has super good map awareness. Yeah. I, I give it to him. Um uh, but but as far as Florida goes, I know they kind of made it to what the final six last year. I I've seen them probably back in that spot again. <laughs> yeah, I think Florida still will be a contender for sure. Um, obviously they have Neptune. Of course, you know, unfortunately Pharaoh's not there, but right. Um, I, I think I think they'll make their way this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, London Royal Ravens. Um, Oh my gosh, I was I was disappointed with that debut, honestly. Yeah, Be- Sam. Because you got Shawnee, the construction man. <laughs> uh oh my god, I will not forget that one. But anyways, so you got London Royal Ravens going up against who a uh, Seattle Surge. Now I was mm-hmm. very happy for the Surge. Like they get mm-hmm. the very first non LA Gorillas win. <laughs> and um and I, I, I was happy for mostly Octane because he he kind of built that team right there to, right. to what he wanted. And, and it was great overall, but I kind of expected London to win that series because. Yeah, just, I, I do too. Like, I think one, I think, I don't think they practice with Paris for long enough. I mean, not Paris, but Parasite for long enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also just think Seattle's kind of had a better, I think they're definitely a better respawn team. Seattle is just because like the composition of all the players, but I, I, I did think Paris was going to take it on. Yeah. 
Um, you know, I, I could go all day with every team on the CDL roster, but or, or teams in general. But uh, it, for phase, though, you know, looking at what from the kickoff classic to now, I even said it myself that phase looked like they were back in modern warfare getting three two went victories instead of three oh sweeps now yeah, there's, there's something about us of getting three twos that we just like to keep it on the on the, on the wire mm-hmm. and um and, and i mean ultimately you're still getting the win but at the same time these were against teams that were at the lower tier of the cdl points that mm-hmm. you should have been three oh in yeah, I mean, the way I see it and also the way it, like, Crowder says the same thing, too, and, like, some of the players. Like, even though, like, we're seen as a super good team, like the top team or top three team, whatever, like, at the end of the day, like, the league has 12 teams, and those are the best players in the world. Like, mm-hmm. they're not, we're not playing against, like, you know, sub players all the time. So, right. even though we, like, 3-0 them or 3-2 them, like, even if it seemed like a blowout, like, the people we beat are still, like, the top players of the entire world so sometimes like it doesn't go away and we get three two or you know we lose two three mm-hmm. and sometimes we're just on our, our on our game and we win three oh so it always varies yeah yeah and um and, i mean and, and that at that point it started concerning me and even with the cdl kickoff classic you know it concerned me i was like yes phase is back in that modern warfare attitude where mm-hmm. they they take it to the the absolute limit win it even though we didn't win against mutineers at the kickoff classic but i was worried then but then whenever they came out swinging 3-0 in the gorillas i was like yes they finally found something in in their gameplay style to finally get these matches to where they can win comfortably now of course optic chicago and of course you're going up against world champions right there mm-hmm. so of course that would be a 3-2 i, I would hope it was <laughs> yeah i mean of course, like Optic is an insane team, but at the same time, like even though all our players are still really young, like three out of the four of them on the team are also world champions, so they still have that experience that played against them before. I think with just Florida, like I remember RCD saying this. And I I don't speak for them, but like I remember them saying RCDs was saying that he's still trying to get used to how the guys play because the three of them are busy selling and sim- they play extremely fast and. RCDs being the main AR that he is, yet kind of has to play slower than they do. Mm-hmm. So I think at the time when we did play Florida, he was still trying to, you know, get used to the three of them, their, their play style. So I think that might have had something to do with it. But I think now, after this weekend, definitely, I think it shows that we've made some major improvements and, you know, we're ready for the season. Oh, yes, definitely. Now, since got some very good victories on their belt, I think FaZe is finally felt their identity and could be a very dangerous team. Mm-hmm. Um, now I do want to switch over to the overwatch league. Now, now granted, I don't really know a lot of the players no more <laughs> because mm-hmm. it has been now almost a year since I haven't watched the OWL, but I have been reading some articles and other things. Uh, first of all, overwatch two, the new yeah. Now that's being reported as what, spring of 2024 or 22 honestly i I don't even know when it's coming out like it's supposed to come out this year then it got delayed to like the summer and now it says like 2044 uh 2024 not 2044 um yeah i have honestly no idea when it's coming out 
Um, yeah, because, I mean, it's crazy to think about that because you got Overwatch 1 right here that came out in 2015, 2016, mm-hmm. and then now here we are in 2021, and there ain't still no, like, solid news of Overwatch 2. Right. Um, if, if an Overwatch 2, let's just say, dropped tomorrow, how would that change the impact of the OWL as it is today? Um. I mean, Overwatch 2, honestly, it doesn't have that many differences from Overwatch 1. Like, it's going to be, like, a, I think it's a new engine, like a new server. Mm-hmm. But from, like, a competitive standpoint, there's not going to be that much differences with the game. So I don't think it's going to – I think it's going to definitely refresh it. Like, it's going to give, like, the community a, a sense of, like, something new. But at the same time, I don't think Overwatch 2 will really be that much right and um and and speaking of the owl um i'm I'm hearing the spring of this year right maybe i i hope yeah uh because because it's really odd because the call of duty league and the owl started pretty much the same weekend last year Mm -hmm. and and i think even seasons past or well before the cdl you know, they started in pretty much early February. Yeah. I, I'm just still just kind of confused of why they chose, if, if it's going to be true, spring of this year. Well, I think it was just because Overwatch 2 was supposed to come out in spring of this mm-hmm. year. So they kind of built their schedule around that. But now that it got delayed, I maybe they couldn't change it back. So, mm-hmm. I mean, even though it can't be in like January, February, like it usually is, I think. April's fine. Like it's not too late in the year, but yeah, I wish it was earlier. Yeah, and 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 plus too, it could give them time. Now you know, of course, COVID has impacted a lot of mm-hmm. things that we do in our daily lives. You know, maybe they could st- do something like where the CDL did of improved graphics because I definitely love that. Like it, it land a background in like a CDL studio. I love like that. that? <laughs> Um, I, I honestly like I wasn't a fan of the virtual um, aids or whatever they called it. Um, I, it. It was because like the cameras, like whenever someone moves slightly, it just so distorted, and it was just the way it was like positioned was kind of weird for me. But I do like the improvements they're trying to go in. Mm-hmm. I definitely think if they'd make some tweaks, it'll be really really cool. But um, yeah, I definitely see how people like it. I think the skyline in the background kind of try to keep the you know the home series vibe intact mm-hmm. we're having like the skyline of atlanta i think next week is we play toronto i don't know what home series is next week but we play toronto this week mm-hmm. um but i do i do like the feel of it kind of be kind of be homey mm-hmm. yeah and uh and you know and that just instantly hit me with okay well since owl might start in spring of this year maybe that's what they're doing with improved graphics and everything else, because like you said, you know, they probably had the plans of releasing whatever season this is along with o- OW2. Right. And then, you know, just start like just fresh and, you know, bigger than ever. So, yeah. but, but I think that will personally see, or I think personally we can see just improved graphics from last year because I I do know this from the last season. It was that Cheez It's Groove commercial played constantly. <laughs> that over. was that, that was like CDL of Dragons. The, the Cheez It's Groove was the meme of Overwatch League, just like Dragons was for CDL. 
Mm-hmm. I thought it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. And my favorite uh, moment from last season, I or not, it might have been two seasons ago. Whenever Defran still played for the Atlanta Rain, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, it was on Hollywood, and I forget the other player that he. Yeah, did. the Hollywood graph. Yeah, that graph that mm-hmm. that was. I was I was in the theater, you know, because I was watching a movie, and then I was still watching that, and I'm like, right. oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, the Hollywood grab is immortalized in Overwatch. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so um, Jarrell, I really have enjoyed this time right here with you, man. I really do appreciate what uh, the time that you've taken out to be a part of this podcast. The very first guest on E Tuesday on the Morning Man Sports Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, congratulations, definitely. dude! Your first one. How do you feel? Oh man, I feel I feel great. You know, I wanted <laughs> I wanted someone with you know the knowledge of of the esports industry in here, and mm-hmm. and, I, and I've been trying and trying. I was like, I'm just gonna just take a just shot in the wind and just see what happens. And I was blessed. For yeah, sure. I'm happy to be here, dude. Congratulations! So I do very much appreciate it. But guys, uh, again, that's Jarrell Bell at JB Prodigy on Twitter, head content and Brandon for the Atlanta Rain and Atlanta Phase. And he's also the co-host of the Real Gamers podcast. Of course, all that information will be in the description below for you guys to check it out on YouTube in the audio format on the streaming platforms. Um, Jarrell, do you got anything else to say before we uh, head out? Hmm. Um, no, just thanks for supporting the teams and, you know, thanks for watching the podcast. Hope you, hope you have the best of luck with this podcast. All right. And I do appreciate it so much. And Jarrell, uh, again, appreciate it. And, uh, and we'll continue to phase up every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Appreciate it, man. No problem. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 